0: Hello everyone, this is Roger Pipe from rogerviews.com. Welcome to episode 9, the final episode, at least before the awards, of our 2021 Avian Awards podcast series. We may do a wrap-up, actually we'll probably do a reaction, and a feedback episode. So if you want to leave feedback, Roger T. Pipe over at Twitter, uh, Roger rogerviews.com, rogerpipelinemultimedia.com, or just the feedback button at the bottom if you've got questions, comments, critiques. It's going to be a little too late to do predictions, but your reaction to who you think should have won, uh, all that we do ask is you stay respectful of the nominees because it is kind of a special time for them. So this final episode, this is the smallest number of episodes we've ever done. We've really banged through these quickly. I hope you like that style and pace so it has not gone too fast for you. But uh, this one is dedicated just to the Female Performer of the Year category, the big one. 15 names on this list. And they are as follows Adriana Chechik, Abella Danger, Gia Durza, Gianna Dior, Anna Fox, Emma Hicks, Kenna James, Alina Lopez, Kira Noir, Kyler Quinn, Kenzie Reeves, Naomi Swan, Angela White, Jane Wilde, and Emily Willis. There's your fifteen names. Few little fun facts here. Of the fifteen, we have ten returners with a total of 28 nominations in this category between them. Five of them are new. Your five first-timers are Gia Derza, Gianna Dior, Emma Hicks, Kenna James, and Kyler Quinn. Those are your five new ones. Two winners on this list, Adriana Chechik who won in 2017 and Angela White who's won the last three years in 18, 19, and 20. So basically you have the last four winners. Something else that I think is a little interesting: the five names that were knocked off—Joanna Angel, Abigail Mack, Riley Reed, Karma, and Kristen Scott. What I—the f- interesting thing there is Riley Reed had been nominated seven times in a row, which uh, was a record for the most consecutive nominations. Adriana Chechik ties that this year with her seventh consecutive nomination, so she has a chance uh, next year to break the record, her own record now, that she and Riley share at seven in a row. Now Angela with three wins is the only three-time winner of the award. She joins Tori Black as the only two-time winner of the award. So there's a chance uh, if Angela wins her fourth or Adriana Chechik wins her second, we'll have a, a multiple winner again couple other breakdowns, uh, three of the 15 have showcases this year, Anna Fox, Jane Wilde, and Emily Willis. All three of those movies are fantastic, by the way. If you look at some of the other, I think, kind of interesting things, as I said, Adriana Chechik now has tied Riley Reed with seven consecutive nominations. Her first nomination was in 2015. She won it in 2017. She also has a total, including this one, of ten nominations this year. For Abella Danger, this is her fifth consecutive year on the list. Uh, She's up for a total of two two awards this year. Uh, As we mentioned, it was Gia's first. She's also up for this one and one other. Gianna Dior, it's her first. She's up for seven awards this year. Anna Fox, her second year in a row. She's up for six. First-timer Emma Hicks is up for four total. Uh, Kenna James is also up for four, and it's her first year as well. Alina Lopez, second consecutive nomination. She has four four other total nominations. Uh, Kira Noir, her third consecutive nomination, and she has a total of eight. Uh, First for Kyler, she has two. Second for Kenzie, she has six. Naomi Swan, first-timer with seven nominations, so she had a really, really good year this year. Angela White, seven nominations this year. Her fourth consecutive nomination, as we said, she's won her previous three times. Jane Wilde, in her second nomination, uh, got nine total. And Emily Willis, I've been telling you throughout the entire run of this podcast, look for a lot of things for Emily Willis. Her second nomination, 14, and that's if we do not include her uh, star showcase. So fourteen, fifteen, very, very uh, good year for her. By the way, if you are playing the Angela White drinking game, every time Raj mentions Angela White, take a drink. Please do not do that during this episode. You are liable to end up in the hospital. Don't want to see any of that happen. I think this is a pretty good list, and we've mentioned a few times 2020 is weird. We lost a big chunk of the year, so a lot of performers who would have done more did less. I was a little surprised to see so many of the female Performer of the Year nominees only with two nominations, this one and one other, uh, whereas someone like Emily Willis had 14. That was the most, uh, 14. Second most was Adriana with 10, and then Jane with 9, Kira with 8, 7 for Angela and Naomi and Gianna, then 6 for Anna Fox and Kenzie Reeves, no one with five, four for Kenna, Alina, and Emma, and then two for Abella, Gia, and Kyler Quinn. I just was a little surprised to see um, someone on this list not have more than than one other nomination. But again, I think if you look at the number of movies that each star did, it's probably going to be way down for almost everybody. Just there were there were fewer productions to do. That said, I still think this is a pretty damn good representation of the top performers in the industry now we do have the best MILF performer or MILF performer of the year and I think that took some performers, uh, Bridget B had a fantastic year and you know I I think maybe if we didn't have that award I think she would have ended up over here as well what do I think is going to happen? the last few years it's been I think unquestionable that Angela White was going to win and deserved to win I still have her as the best performer in the business. The stuff she did this year was fantastic. There was just a lot less of it. There was no showcase this year. Uh, There weren't the big features that she had last year. She had two of the best features last year. Not there this year. So while I still think she's the best, there is an opening for the first time. And I think the the most likely to sneak in there is is Emily 14 nominations do not lie she's had a great year her showcase is fantastic she does a little bit of everything she is young she's cute and it's really hard to imagine her not being a, a real challenge to Angela's throne also up there I, again I've mentioned Adriana is not my favorite performer but I have to absolutely recognize how good she is. She's beautiful, and she's really good, and she did some excellent work this year. And again, ten nominations don't lie. That means she was in just about every possible sex scene category. To, to get in here, that's what you have to do. There are some acting categories in here, but it's mostly sex scene stuff. And the fact that she got ten. And then the third likely challenger to Angela, I think, would be Jane Wilde. And with nine nominations and a a showcase, I just think that voters that would vote for Jane would probably vote for Emily and Jane second. I could be wrong. They're absolutely fantastic, both of them. Beyond that, I think Kira Noir has a shot. I just have a feeling. Eight nominations. She's a good actress. She's been doing this for a while and has three straight nominations. And she's really good. I think there there's a shot. Some of the, the first timers, it's really nice to see them on the list. It's really tough to compete and if you were picked for two scenes it's a or two awards, it's a little tough to, to argue with someone who's got nine. Um, if we want to continue to kind of go down the list, like I said, Adriana Chechik, the, the fact that she has now been nominated for Performer of the Year seven years in a row and that is the all-time longest streak tied with Riley Reed. That is, you know, we're, we're closing in on a decade of her being one of the top 15 at the end of every single year. That's incredibly impressive. It really is. She's got one win uh, and at least seven nominations under her belt. It doesn't get much better than that. She is an absolute first ballot Hall of Famer and has a shot to win her second, which would put her in that uh, absolutely rarest of categories. Abella Danger, five years in a row. I think her lack of other nominations this year has a lot to do with slowing down. Uh, and again, a lot of that was COVID. She's been really consistent for a lot of years. And it's it's good to see her still here. I I don't know that we've, seen her break out as the best in the business yet and that it may be a, sort of a case of unfortunate timing because Angela's been so good the last three years that it's it's tough to break through but you know Bella still got plenty plenty of time she's still very young um <clears throat> Gia Durza's first first nomination she's an impressive performer really good looking Gianna Dior also she ended up with seven. And I think that you really have to look at that. That's seven nominations Uh, for a first time performer of the year nominee. I think people are recognizing just how good she is. Anna Fox has been in the business a long time. I'm surprised it's only her second nomination. She is honestly, I got to say one of the five most beautiful women in the business right now. She's absolutely stunningly beautiful. She's got a, a star showcase. She's done everything she can possibly do. She's worked in high profile stuff. She can act. You know, I I would not have a problem seeing her at the top of top of the ballot. Emma Hicks, I really like watching Emma Hicks. She just she's cute. She's energetic. She she fills the, you know, porn fantasy aspect really nicely. I do not think she has much of a chance to win. Not because she's not good, but just because there are some very, very accomplished uh, women on the ballot with her. But I also don't think this is the last we've heard of her on in, in this category. And Kenna James, another really beautiful blonde. same thing here. I, th- I think you know, we could see her on this list for a few years in a row. Alina Lopez is someone I enjoy watching perform. I want to see more of her. I want to see more of her acting. I want to see uh, I want to see a, a showcase. And, and see her take to the next level. And again, someone who's probably going to end up with way more than just two Performer of the Year nominations. Kira Noir is one of my favorite performers. Um, I think I've, I've mentioned that a few times. She's got an amazing body, a great smile. And in scenes where there's any sort of interaction out of character or Gonzo style. She seems to get along really well with everybody and is just so much fun to watch. Uh, Her third consecutive which I think is really great and eight nominations. I don't think you can you can overlook that. I don't think somebody ends up on this list and in seven other scenes or performances that are award-worthy and not have a shot at winning this. And just remember, I've I've mentioned this a lot, but not in this episode. Um, This is a weighted ballot. So if I've got Kira fourth on my ballot and a whole bunch of other people have her between first and fifth or sixth, she could end up winning even if somebody else is on more first place ballots if she doesn't end up scoring low on people's ballots. And I don't see someone with eight eight nominations scoring very low on too many ballots. So, again, I I wouldn't bet on it, but if Kira wins, I wouldn't be shocked. And I'd be super happy for her, and I think a lot of fans would be as well. Kyler Quinn, still relatively new. First nomination, I don't think think we've seen the last of her at all. I think you're going to see her uh, for several years. If she stays consistent and doesn't leave or take a break, I think you're going to see her for quite a few years. Kenzie Reeves, six nominations. And I know she's kind of known as, as a a little blonde spinner, but you don't get six nominations if you're a one-trick pony. And again, I think that's something people notice. And I think she's probably going to creep her way up ballots. You know, speaking of creeping up ballots, it would be interesting, again, to see the raw data on this. Uh, to see, for example, now that uh, Kira is three, three years in a row, do her... Or does her point totals increase each year? Is she is she moving up? Is her higher, her average ballot position, is it moving up? Is it moving down? I think that'd be kind of interesting to see the trends. Now obviously, that's not something that's public. But I'm just really curious. I love numbers and stats a lot. I mean, you can tell it's kind of what I started with this. But I'd be really curious to see. I'd be curious to see in Angela's three wins, how big were the margins? Were the margins getting smaller? Were they getting bigger? Um... You know how much does being in someone's bottom three out of fifteen? How much does that drop them? You know how many races are close enough that if you said, "Wow, this person moves up five spots on one ballot and they they jump two people," how close it is 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 really something that interests me. Uh, Naomi Swan again, I think I think she's just getting started. And seven nominations, first time she's been recognized for performer of the year, and she's already got seven. That's, that's impressive. It really is. Uh, Jane Wilde with nine. Uh, I loved the Darko showcase that she did. I thought it was fantastic. Every scene had a different feel to it. And it, it's absolutely worthy in that category. In fact, I had it as one of my top three. I think, again, I think it probably finishes second to Emily Willis, the Jules Jordan showcase that Emily did, because it, that was spectacular that's that's one of those movies that you're if you're still collecting, that's gonna be in your collection. But the Jane got nine tells you a lot. She's a really fantastic performer. We're kind of repeating ourselves a little bit as we go down. Emily Willis. Fourteen. Fourteen nominations. Where does that rank? That uh, you know, did not do the numbers on that, but uh, anybody wanna wanna guess how close, if not record breaking that is? Hillary Scott had a couple years, and Angela White's had a couple that that may top it. Uh, Riley may have had some in her run. But 14, when you consider that that was one on this list of the 15 best female performers, that she was four ahead of Adriana is pretty impressive. Um, And then, of course, Angela, seven nominations. She didn't do nearly as much this year, and I still think she's the very best but this is the first year of the four where I think someone has a chance to beat her. Doesn't mean I think they should. And I'd say that with absolute love, lust and admiration for Emily and Jane and Kira, who I think, and Adriana, who I think are the next group. I still think it should be Angela White. I think we we may be looking at a four Pete, which no one will ever come close to. I don't think, but I don't think anybody will come close to three for a while. So, my ballot was interesting like i said angela jane emily kira those are those are are my my four that i'd be pulling for and any of them would be great representation of of female performer of the year but there's a bunch of names on this list you know in a in a really unusual year anything can happen and whoever wins deserved it and That's it. That's all I got. This has been fun. I kind of went through these really, really quickly. I really appreciate everybody listening. I appreciate all your feedback over the years. I appreciate you taking the time to tell me, hey, slow down, or hey, you're talking too slow, or talk about this more. I, I absolutely am happy to answer any questions I can. Would love to have people on as guests if somebody is, is up for it. Uh, things are really busy, obviously, with all of us and COVID and all that stuff, but I'm still here and I love to interact with fans, with performers, with directors. It's just we got to figure out a way to make it work. And I, I wish we were having a show and I wish I could be there because whoever's going to win tomorrow night from this list, looking it over, it's, it's going to be a special night. And congratulations in advance. Thank you once again. I am Roger Pipe from rogerviews.com. Love to hear your feedback on this or any other podcast. In the meantime, be kind to each other and go make a difference.